Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you so much for listening today. It's a great day to be alive. And wow, how we get to share Jesus today. So tell someone about Jesus today and tell them how much Jesus loves them. So before we get started, I just want to talk to you a little bit and just tell you thank you for your faithfulness. For those of you who listen each Sunday, thank you. And tell your friends to tune in every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock on this station, 96.9, Real Life, Real People is aired. And also, if you miss shows, you can go to our podcast of previous shows, and that's on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all you do is type in Real Life, Real People Radio as you're doing your search, and then it will pop up, and you can listen to whatever show you want for the day. But today, I have an interview with a special friend, and we are going to talk a lot about how we are all called We are. You may think, I'm not called. What do you mean called? Well, yes, you are called. And so what is it that you have been called to do and why? And let's find the joy in that because there is joy in the journey when you are journeying with Jesus Christ. So I'd invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus and he will bring the Bible to life for you. Dear Heavenly Father, oh, how we love you and we thank you that we are called. You have called us. And Lord, we just want to listen. We need to listen to where and what you want us to do. And Lord, we know it's a joy to serve you. It's a joy to be in your presence. So thank you for being present with us each and every day. Day by day, you're here for us. So Lord, we're here. And we want to hear what it is that you have to say to us. So thank you for Nancy and her willingness to come in today and and share from her heart what it is that you've called her to do and how we, as children of yours, can be called and serve. So Lord, we thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, good morning. How are you, Nancy? I'm good. Good. It's so great to have you today. And and I've known you now since the day we moved to Mount Vernon. And it's been, gosh, 13 years. And I I met you. And um, you just have such a beautiful smile and a laugh. And I know you're going to laugh a few times. So anyway, it's so good to see you. How have you been? Great. Great. Super. Good. Wonderful. A little hot today. It's summer. I know. It is summer. Can you believe the heat? We're in a heat wave. But... Hopefully, there's, there's, it's not going to last too long. There's some coolness coming. Well, I would like to talk to you a little bit today about a calling to volunteer and serve. In fact, you have come here, and you have just come from volunteering and serving others. What is it that you do? Um, what do you enjoy doing? Awesome. Well, my name is Nancy Craig. Um, I've been in Mount Vernon since 1996 with my family, although we moved back home for several years. I think those were overlap years for you and I, Jill. Uh We moved back to Oklahoma um, to care for our aging parents until they passed away. But um, um, I um, first am a nurse, 
And my first degree was as an RN from, y'all know me, I'm going to work it into the conversation from the University of Oklahoma. All right, and, yes, uh, of, <laughs> course. Sooner, of course. And then um, after working night shift that first year, right, your initiation year, I promptly went back to school mm-hmm. and got a master's in business and healthcare administration. So for 42 years, um, I've worked in healthcare administration and hospital management and home health and hospice and even Humana as a compliance officer and an audit manager. And just recently, October of 2022, um, I retired. Um, I always knew um, that I would volunteer, not sure in what capacity. And I was very, very blessed in that I was raised by parents who were very active and very Mm service-minded, from civic groups to church to just you need somebody to be washing the dishes or just whatever needs to be done. They were very humble, service-minded. I grew up with that. Um, Like you said, Jill, we all do have a calling, and it's not necessarily our careers. And I I am a firm believer that we all are service-minded even during our working years. And Mm -hmm. I once heard Margaret Thatcher um, quoted years ago when she was talking about women, Mm -hmm. uh, women in the home, stay-at-home moms, women in the workforce, and then women in politics and the evolution. And she was stated, women can have it all, just not at the same time. Oh. Which I thought was very profound. There are different stages of life, and there's only Mm -hmm. so many hours in the workday. So um, I am a Rotarian, and I'm very proud of that. Your father-in-law, Charles, was such a beloved Mm -hmm. Rotarian in the Mount Vernon um, Club here. Um, And why, when people ask me why I'm a Rotarian, as with any civic organization, but I love their short mission, it's service above self. And in the healthcare realm, I firmly believe in the integration of spirit, mind, and body for our healthy living. And one of those with rising incidences of depression, um, even though it's a disease, um, even though there are medications, I've heard so many physicians and psychologists state that one of their first things they always recommend is that somebody start giving of themselves and focusing on others because it changes that instead of being Mm self-reflective. And I thought, isn't that what Christ did too? Yes. I was just thinking when you said the mission statement for for the Rotarians, service service of self, and that is exactly how Jesus lived. And so you are emulating that walk. You said the most important thing right now is your walk with God. Mm -hmm. And so tell us about your walk. Walk What does that look like? I know you like to walk, like hike, as for exercise. But do you find that when you're walking physically, you you also can be praying and walking with God and and seeking Him and listening for His voice? Do you do that? I do that when I walk or... I try. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) As as Jill well knows, and most of my friends know, and definitely all of my family knows, I very much like to talk instead of listen. My New Year's resolution is always to listen more, and I have to start over and over and over every day, every week, every month, every year. Um, So when I walk, if I'm by myself, there's times I want praise and worship music, or I want to listen to one of your podcasts, or I just um, want to hear. Um, the birds singing and enjoy Mm -hmm. nature. Mm -hmm. I'm always reminded um, of Micah 6 to love mercy, do justice, but we always forget the third part, which is to walk 
humbly with our God. And I think humbly is the key. Uh, when I was working, I was very busy. Um, we had three children. Um, as a working mom, as so many, many of us are, um, I still tried to be active, um, whether it was kids, um, sports, you know, if you mm-hmm. need to work the concession right. stand, or active in your church, or active in the organization, or just active in your neighborhood. So I just think, number one, that is a calling that everyone has to not focus on ourselves, to be looking around. Um, we all, I think all of us don't feel um, worthy. I know you and I have shared before, I don't always feel worthy. And an example of that is um, even while working, once my children were in college and out working, um, I was led when we moved back home to care for parents to um, in healthcare to maybe go into chaplain ministry. And OU Medical Center accepted me as a chaplain intern, but I only did, you need four CPE credits, and I only did one. You really have to be ordained um, mm-hmm. to work as a chaplain in a hospital. Um, I That was not my calling, and I knew that. I just wanted to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been in administration, I'd been a clinician nurse, um, I knew hospital business, um, and yeah, I, I was drawn to chaplaincy. So um, in three different hospitals, um, OU Medical Center, um, Children's Medical Center of Oklahoma City, and then Norman Regional, I then became a volunteer in the chaplain's office. And it changed things for me. Um, Did it change your prayer life? It changed my prayer life. It helped me to listen more. Mm-hmm. It helped me just to sit. Even if someone was comatose and their family couldn't be there, it taught me to be quiet more, to listen mm-hmm. more, um, sometimes even to pray aloud. Yes. Because we don't, yeah. we're not all very comfortable mm-hmm. praying aloud at times. Mm-hmm. It helped me to be a little more present in the moment. Mm-hmm. I fail at this miserably at times but I think it was somewhat of maybe it was a calling I don't Mm -hmm. doubt that and I know when God says to walk humbly at my the first thought that comes to me is the scripture where Christ says come and follow me yes I mean it gives us our footprint mm -hmm. in the Bible gives us directions over and over again Um, I think of Adam and Eve they walked with God in the garden Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then they ran and hid Mm-hmm. And um, I know for myself, but I, I think I'm just a normal person, is don't we all sometimes run and hide and we hang in the shadows? Um, we're weary. We don't have time. Mm-hmm. We're unsure of our priorities. Um, we wear disguises. Um, we watch for all the exits. <laughs> yes. I do sometimes. Yes. And we become restless wonders, right. perhaps. Right. I love that. Restless, restless wonders. wonders. And and. When we're feeling that way, we just have to t- take time and be still. You know, I think we're trying to do, 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 and we don't feel worthy. We feel like, oh, I can't do that, or this is overwhelming, or oh my gosh, or I'm not suited to do this. Someone's asked me to do this. Right. Like you said, someone asked you to, to go into the chaplain area of the church. You're like, well, that's not, I, I don't know that that's my calling. But look what happens when you seek God. And you go anyway, and you're not mm-hmm. afraid. That's right. Look what happened, and That's look right. at the blessings. It's That's more, right. it's better to give than to receive. receive. And those prayers that you prayed, even over those comatose patients, God heard every single mm-hmm. one of them. And think of the families 
that you helped. And you didn't think you could do it, but God knew you could. That's right. And isn't fear, I think fear, you mentioned that, Jill. Mm -hmm. Uh, We become afraid, right? It's those fears. This is too big a task, too daunting. I know for you and your wonderful ministry of corralling people to do Mount Vernon Cares, um, and I am helping with the Rotary Backpack Program where this past year we... Um, packaged and sent home 800 meals a week yes, for the weekends. Yes. And you think, this is wow. too big. We don't have enough people. We, there's not enough money. I don't have the strength. I don't have the energy. I don't have the wisdom to handle this. And every time God says, don't be afraid. That's right. And I know Psalm 34, 4, I love this scripture. It says, I sought the Lord and he answered and he delivered me from all of my fears. There is mm-hmm. no fear mm-hmm. in walking with God and walking in the light and walking with truth. And um, we've all heard that adage. Um, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the call. Called. Yes. <laughs> And he does. He equips us. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, we can't do it alone. You said that. That's right. You said we can't, but God can. And if he wants a ministry to happen, if he wants you to be involved in Rotary Backpack, he's going to provide all that you need. But we can't be afraid. We can't stop unless he tells us to, you know, unless there's an instruction, okay, it's time to do move on. But You know, I want to let you know that that Rotary Backpack Program was one of the indicators and one of the reasons that I started the mentoring program at Mount Vernon Cares because I saw a need. Kids needed to be fed. And y'all did such a great job of feeding the elementary and middle school children. They would take backpacks home of food over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I helped volunteer a few times and pack those, those packages that you send. But then I was like, well, what about the older kids? And I was told they don't, they're too embarrassed to take those or they don't want to take those. So then we came up with the way to, to feed them through Brookshire's Food Vouchers where they could go and shop. And so it's, it's feeding those lambs, Absolutely. feeding them. And I want to thank you for the work that you do there. It's so important. There's so many hungry children, yeah. not only physically, but emotionally, spiritually, spiritually. and you, you honed in on that a minute ago about how it's so important for the whole body, mm-hmm. physically, mentally, spiritually, Absolutely. to be fed. That's right. And so, and then you've taken it further, Jill, with Mount Vernon Cares, because not only is an adult sharing a meal, um, but also um, just knowing, I've heard you say over and over again, that another person in our community of which we're so blessed here in Mount Vernon and Franklin area, um, that someone cares about them. Mm -hmm. But there's something about sharing that meal. And I go back to, um, once again, walking. I think of the disciples after um, Christ's crucifixion. They were walking seven-mile journey back to Emmaus. Emmaus is about um, northwest have you been there? To the I have Holy not. Land? I, I have haven't not. either. But um, they say the seven miles normal walking speed would be like two hours, right? Okay, so let's picture this. They're walking yes. after Jesus is crucified. Can you imagine what they're going through? That's right. In two hours, seven miles, and That's right. describe. Well, we know they were happened. talking. Yes. They were walking together, which is a mm-hmm. beautiful visualization of a relationship. Um, I love that adage that um, God walks before us, Christ walks before us to um, pave the way. He walks behind us to 
guard our flank and protects us, but I love the image of Christ walking beside us in relationship, um, all of the above. But they were talking and listening, and you think about it, the two disciples, um, they had time to change their mind. Mm-hmm. They had time for their world to be upside down. Um, and it was only in the breaking of the bread that their eyes were opened. And there's something about sharing a meal, um, sharing a meal with our neighbors. I always say we all have such beautiful homes and we're blessed. Um, our home is a home. It's our haven. But what a calling. Seriously, just to invite someone over. Right, There's something right. precious about sitting around the table together. And I've heard Jean Ann Marshall, who you well know, say that. There's something so very mm-hmm. precious on sharing a meal. And she has invited all the widows in the community, in her yes. church, to her home. And they yes. have a little group, and they go and share a meal. Absolutely. And, and I just think that is precious and beautiful that she does that. Because it is true. Yeah. There's something about sitting down and talking face-to-face. I mean, we live in a mobile society where everyone can just text real quick. Right. And people aren't you know, sitting yeah. together as much anymore. Yeah. So invite someone over. You yeah. know, that's what we're saying. Get together with is your a friends. calling, and we both have just wonderful friends. We all do that know of that. That is such a gift. They pull it off easily, and I do not. Um, it, it's <laughs> I it's work either. for me. <laughs> but even if it's just someone you know, maybe that you've seen that is lonely, right. that you know that's would right. love to talk to someone, you know, pick up the phone, call them and and invite them over. You know, you mentioned um, about the Jesus and and talking about following him and walking humbly. Just recently, I was reading Jesus, I was reading John 21, where um, Jesus is appearing to the disciples and they don't know it's him. And he says, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find fish. Because they were fishing and they couldn't find any. And then they realized it was him. And they Peter, they said, it is the Lord. And then when they heard that, they, they came about. And then he said, let's, let's go and let's um, bring some of the fish that you've just caught, is what Jesus said. And there was a charcoal fire. And they went, went over there and they ate together. And don't you love how Jesus said, come and let's have breakfast together yes kind of what you're describing let's let's talk and then of course you know you and i've just mentioned this recently that he um spent time with his disciples and he was present he taught and he healed right Mm -hmm. but they also said he went around doing good which to me means he was serving others not just washing the disciples feet but somehow i think over his Mm three-year ministry jill i don't know about you but don't we picture him not only teaching, healing, mm-hmm. preaching, but just mm-hmm. serving others? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, I mean, he set the example. And he calls us to feed his lambs. Yes. Tend Didn't. his sheep and feed his sheep and then follow me. So Jesus gives us the command. So what does feed my lambs, tend my sheep, and feed my sheep mean to you, Nancy? To me. Um, when you look at the words, to me, when he says, feed my lambs, to me, that's children. Um, and then it's tend my sheep. Maybe that's the elderly, the lonely, the widowed, mm-hmm. um, the herding, which is mm-hmm. everybody, right? right? And then um, feed. 
mm-hmm. my sheep. Mm-hmm. So he mentions it three times, redemption for Peter's denials times three. But I think for us, um, so many times when you think, what's a calling? Um, and you think it's some big project, right? It's It, it, it may be... Um, an hour of backpack program, an hour a week for Mount Vernon Cares, an hour a week for a rotary service project, um, several hours if you're going to have people over to your house, right? Right. <laughs> the Mary right. and Martha yes, yes. <laughs> story over and over again. And I do believe we're, there's a little bit of Mary and Martha in all of us. But I think sometimes it's, I know we're blessed once again in Mount Vernon, there's a program where working adults can take off from work and then just come read with the children mm-hmm. sometimes our calling and our ministries are very very simple and they don't have to be um, time consuming we don't have to go back to school i am currently in a hospital here in northeast texas close by also serving as a volunteer in the hospital and also in their chaplaincy program so that is four hospitals now and something that i love um, and sometimes um, maybe i'm not doing anything but I'm present and I'm listening, and I think kindness. Oh um, yes, kindness. Um, kindness is everything. Well, let me ask you this: You talked a lot about just being present. That's one of the most important things we can do: just show up and be present. Right. And that's ministry in of itself because a lot of people don't feel loved. They don't think they have any friends. And when you show up for someone by showing them that you care, that's huge. Um, Ministry at home, you know, with your children, with your um, elderly parents, um, with, you know, neighbors, you know, just being present. Can I help you? Do you need anything? Mm -hmm. You know, recently a whole... East Texas had that big power outage, and we saw all sorts of acts of kindness yes. come through that. And I yes. love that, you know, and and that was a dark time. That was a hard time, and there were so many people that came together and showed up yes. and shared Christ yes. and shared love. Yes. Just loving others. We yes. can all love others. We Absolutely. can. That's what Jesus said, just love others as mm-hmm. I have loved you. Mm-hmm. Love one another. Mother. I, know. I recently heard a little story in a book called Healing Powers, and um, it said it's a once upon a time story. It uh-huh. said once upon a time there was a monastery um, deep in the forest, um, and the, the large crowd of monks and people would pilgrimage um, to come, and the monks radiated joy. But over time and centuries. The people kind of stopped coming on pilgrimage. The monks started bickering, as we all do. We all live in the real world mm-hmm. in in just people, right? People getting along with people. And um, not intentionally, um, but it just happens. And so um, it became a very unpleasant, unjoyful monastery. So the senior monk, the abbot, um, journeyed afar to go visit the hermit in the cave. The hermit, like we used to seeing comic strips you know oh, at the yeah. top of the cave that uh-huh. had all wisdom because you just didn't know what else to do and so he journeyed several weeks found the cave found the hermit and the hermit first said come and just be walk with me and then come and just be quiet with me so they journeyed to a lake and they had utter silence and the mm-hmm. lake was beautiful and it was still and the hermit said to the abbot he said um 
the lake is like a reflection of our lives. When we are calm and peaceful, Mm -hmm. when we radiate joy in our everydays, just our everydays and kindness and just anyone we meet today, even letting someone change lanes or the Dollar General or whatever, the kindness, that that's the first step. It's being quiet. It's being mindful. It's inviting Christ into our present. And our peaceful, calmness, joyful lives will be a reflection like that lake of God's glory. It starts with us. And then he said, you go back to your monastery and you have one sentence only. It is Christ lives among us. He walks with us. He lives among us. He went back. He shared that with the monks. They became joyful again. The people started pilgrimage again. Mm. And it all circled back. Peacefulness, kindness, and just reminding ourselves. Our calling may be different every day, right? Some days it's the laundry. Um, Other days it's helping a neighbor. Um, But if we all just stop and think, if, if, if is what I'm doing reflecting God's glory in the least of things, in, in putting a meal on the table, but is Christ living among us in our hearts, in our homes, mm-hmm. in our joy, in our hearts, in our prayers, in our taking care of others, in our feeding mm-hmm. children, and mm-hmm. feeding high school students, and caring for the sick and the dying. Um, it's Christ among us, and it's all of our calling. Mm-hmm. And however, He chooses to call us and equip us for what that's... He'll open our eyes to what that service is needed yeah. for today. He really will, and I love that. Oh, wow, what a wonderful story. Thank you for sharing that. That really touched me. and. Joy can be present wherever you are if Christ is among you. And so maybe if you're listening and you're out there and you're like, well, I just don't have this joy that Nancy's describing. Well, are you walking with God? Are you following Him? Are you letting Christ be a reflection of of who you are, who He wants you to be? Do you see Christ in all that you do? Are you just seeing yourself? Who do you see in that reflection? And um, he wants to put a new heart in you, a new spirit, and it's it's up to you. You know, it's up to us. We have to be the ones to say, yes, I want to walk humbly. I want to follow you day by day. It's not a one-time thing. It's a daily, daily faithful thing. And there are going to be days that are hard. Maybe days you just don't have time to serve or do anything but just keep your head above water. We understand that. Or meet your work deadlines. Exactly. But there's always time to pray. There's always time to call upon God. And and I think you talked a lot about your prayer relationship grew once you were asked to volunteer and to say those prayers aloud and to step out there and make prayer a priority. Have you seen that flow over into your daily life? And just that prayer now is something you depend on because you can talk to God and hear Him as you pray. Absolutely. And I know um, a wise woman in Bible study um, was once talking about how sometimes it's good. Prayer is all day long, right? When you walk with someone, um, prayer is all day long. But sometimes we have to stop and remind ourselves, too, am I praying about just earthly concerns, selfish concerns, or am I praying about eternal issues? Yes. And I try Ooh, and practice yes. that question 
a lot more frequently than I used to. What's an eternal issue for you? I'm anything that's scripture based. Is this truth? Yes. Is this walking in the lie? Is this scripture based? Is this the word, our footprints? I love I love that image of the Bible mm-hmm. as our footprints on our path as we're on the way. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. Um and it's daily manna, like you said. Mm-hmm. They can't they couldn't the ancient Israelites couldn't gather mm-hmm. more than enough. It was mm-hmm. daily, and I think the mm-hmm. that's the lesson we all have to live day by day by day. Mm-hmm. Work deadlines and right. sick children at home, and just all the many things yeah. that bombard us every day. Yeah. So. How do you like retirement? I am super busy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. You're busier when you get you know when, when you're you retired. Done, I know. Do you think because you just want to volunteer for everything and people know you have time now? In fact, I was going to ask you if you want to be a mentor again for Mount Vernon Cares. We'll talk after the show. But I love that you do so much. Yeah. It's sometimes just it's amazing. good just to stay home too. It's finding yes. that balance. You have to go be you around do. other people. I think sometimes people get so very very lonely too. Yeah. So they need to be a part of community. Yeah, definitely. And your parents taught you so well. And I love that you mentioned that they were very humble. Yes. And there's scripture that says um, the humble will be exalted. And so God sees sees you, sees what you're doing, Nancy. And he, he, he loves you. He loves mm-hmm. the, the way you're walking and what you're doing. And it's not all about you. Right. It's about bringing him glory. You said that earlier. And I love that. You're not doing this for accolades for yourself. That's right. You're doing it for accolades for Him Absolutely. to bring people to Christ. And that's why you agreed to do this radio show. I remember I called you, and you're like, what? Do you want to interview me? I said, I do. One of your dear friends said, you need to interview Nancy. And it wasn't long before you said, you know, I, I want to exalt Christ. Of course mm-hmm. I will. Mm-hmm. And so that thank you. Thank, thank you, you for this saying what yes. your whole radio ministry is all about, Jill, and your faithfulness to that. To bring joy and isn't that for all of us all our of calling us. to just to have a word of peace and hope and light for people every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Mm-hmm. Encourage one another. Yes. And yes. uplift one another. Yes. Instead of tearing others yes. down. I mean, yes. we we just all need more uh, people like you, Nancy, just mm-hmm. to bring like joy. So well, you're so sweet. But it's it's we just if we could just work together and be kind and love one another you know it would just be awesome so thank you it sounds so easy i know <laughs> doesn't it but there's there are circumstances and, until and you get the two world. people involved in the I relationship know, yeah. i know but really if you put god you you said it before if you put christ there in the center yeah then that there, there is a way he is the way the truth and the life but without christ we can't as humans as as living in the world by ourselves so well is there any final thing you want to share and i appreciate all that you've shared this has been a wonderful interview and i've really enjoyed talking to you thank you and god is good all the time and once again i i circle back to psalm 34 4 i sought the lord and he answered and he delivered me from all my fears sometimes walking and hiking you're not called to go a 10k you're called to just take the next step Mm, small steps and those count Mm, we don't have to do 10,000 steps each day that's right that's right (laughs) one step one step (laughs) wow well thank you so much i oh wow that was that was great good good advice so would you close us in prayer please thank you 
Most heavenly, awesome, gracious Father, what a privilege we have to come to you in prayer at any time, all day, all night. Lord, thank you most of all for just your presence. Help us to not hide in the shadows. Help us not run for the exits. Help us to calm our fears and not feel overwhelmed. Help us to trust and to surrender to you. You equip your people. Help us just to hear um, what you would have us do each day in the moment. Give us courage to speak your truth. Give us courage to reach out to others. Help us to not be isolated. Um, Lord, we thank you for this community. We thank you for churches. We thank you for the freedom to worship that we so often take for granted. But we ask most of all, Lord, that you help us. Let all that we do, all that we say, all be just to glorify you and to offer peace, to offer love and encouragement and joy. And we just thank you because the joy comes from you and you only. Help us to humble ourselves. And we lift up those gifts, those talents, those priorities um, that you give to us, but help us to listen, to be open-minded, and to know our hearts and to search. Thank you for walking with us, Lord. It's in your gracious, holy name that we pray. Thank you, Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember... Every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved.